2: That's Stamps.com. Code program.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicki Patterson, The Secret Two. I am joined by super mom, uber babe, and all-around wonderful woman, Mylene Class. Welcome back, (laughs) Pell. Did I send you that bio? I made it on the spot. I actually just believe all those things I said. Aww. I Me, mean, I'm dying to talk. We've got a couple of things in common. Yeah. Most notably, I think one of them is our stints in the jungle. ah. Do you know what? One of the best times in my life. Loved it. Loved it. Mine too. Mine too. Like, I've got so many fond memories. I was talking to my mum this morning. I was on the phone and I was like, I've got Mylene on today. And she was like, Oh, you love Mylene, do And I was like, Yes, I fucking love Mylene. She was like, Ask her about our jungle bod. I was like, What do you want to know? <laughs> she was like, Oh, Vicky. She was like, It was just so good. I was like, Mum, honestly, I was like, th- that jungle bod set the bar for all of us women going forward. And honestly, I had so much anxiety about that jungle oh did you no so here's the thing
1: because I did it when you know we didn't know that that was a, that became a thing so I'm I'm in you made it a
0: fucking <laughs> thing that's why yeah it but was your how it looks God. is not how
1: it was like to the left of me if you just pan left a little bit a little bit you've got Toby Anstis, Anstis and Dean Gaffney standing there with soap and razors waiting to jump in the shower <laughs> it's not just me like idyllically under a waterfall it's like Dean Gaffney and Toby Anstis like going come on with you hurry up
0: (laughs) I felt the pressure to just never what it looked like well
1: you know what I I, I think I've said it in the past if I'd have known that was going to be the impact I would have had a shower down Oxford Street years ago I would have had a shower everywhere (laughs) I went it was just you know insane I just but it was really nice as well because I just think that you know, in, in that jungle, there was, there was, there were girls there that they were absolutely stunning. They were like Bond girls in there and I was covered in bites and I had, that bikini looks white but it was like, it was filthy, like covered in, you know what it's like, the firewood and the muds, and it's just, yeah. so it, it just didn't feel like what it looked like. Even I look back at that going, no way, that looks great. But I loved the time in the jungle. I loved every single minute of it because it, it felt like, it was like the camp that I never went on when I was a kid. It felt like being like a, like a yeah. girl's
0: Get out or something. Oh, mate, honestly, I absolutely loved it. Like, I've had a real... I've spoken to a real mix of people. Like, I remember speaking to Matthew Wright about it years ago and he didn't love it. Like, he was... I remember telling him I was going in and he was a bit like, oh, that be careful. Like, he was just trying to tell us to like, do you know what I mean? It wasn't necessarily exactly what I thought it was going to be. And it was a bit tough and stuff, but honestly, mate, like I've got no negative no. memories of the jungle at all, despite the bugs, despite the bites, despite the arguments that were in my ear. Oh no, I thought it was the ducks. I loved it. I had the best time. I liked, so I, I liked the, like the little magical moment. Yeah. So like when the,
1: um, when all the, you know, the campfire died down and then you could see all the eyes, all the eyes looking at you in the jungle. Do you remember that? Cause through the moonlight, when the, like reflected all the eyes it was just a wall of little green dots and they there were bats and like spiders and god knows
0: what else and you realize i am not alone did you like all the little sounds my i loved like, it oh, like the- like the campfire just starting to go out and you'd hear the crackling and like various different snufflings and animals. Like yeah. To this day, mate, it remains the best sleep I've ever had. I would join you that on that. Life.
1: I would join you on that. And things yeah. that you never imagine. I remember going to the loo in the middle of the night and tripping over a bullfrog tripped on a bullfrog <laughs> that thing was not moving I went straight over and you just think when would that ever happen in my life
0: you know oh, it's just Mylene what is your problem with nature Crab, <laughs> it's ecosystems, for me. Bullfrogs. what you got what you got against it's, uh, it's just it's coming from me I'm just trying to be at one with it it's
1: just not letting me in <laughs> I think my I think the only point that I do think crikey we were really hungry in the jungle is when me and Jason Donovan yep. we went on one of those trials and and we found, yeah. we found one of the bin liners where everyone had been throwing their muffins. I mean, no. it's unthinkable now, especially in COVID and everything else. But I was like, <laughs> we've reached a low point. This is it. We're looking through the leftovers. We're <laughs> rummaging through someone else's like, breakfast. Because it was, that's how hungry people, myself included. I
0: thought that you were going to get fed on the sly. I know a lot of people thought that. I remember my agent looked after someone else before me who she had in, and um they were chatting to the producers and stuff, and she went, Oh well, yeah, well when the cameras stop rolling, you're just gonna chuckle a Mars bar, aren't you? Yeah. And like all the producers laughed as if like, ah, you're in on it, you know. But Gemma, my agent, was like, No, she probably believed she was getting a Mars bar like, No, I did as well. I, I thought I'd just... get one. I thought I'd get one. But the yeah. funny
1: thing is, I hosted the American version um i hosted the american version did and they actually were so hungry they staged a mutiny they
0: walked off set no <laughs> they all, oh, the whole crew just left that's how hungry you get they left honestly right when i say this i i think the uk version i don't know if it's the original but i do think it's the most like authentic one because i went and did the australian one out in south africa And I got out there and they couldn't wait to grief us. They were like, you don't even film it in a jungle. It's in the outback. It's it's 15 minutes from Brisbane airport. All the Aussies, they were like, this is a real jungle, obviously in South Africa or in Kruger National Park. So I was like, oh, taking it all on the chin. You know what I mean? Didn't want to upset the majority. And then a couple of days in, they started whinging that. They were hungry. And I was like, wait, what did you think you were signing up to? It's part and, par- part and parcel of the package, surely. Nah. Anyway, they the whinged enough, Mylene. Sure enough, little muesli bars no. on the fly. Yes yes
1: okay but this is where it's funny because the american version the nobody was scared of any of the trials in fact, just nobody no it was so funny it was like it was like the english version flipped on its head so we were not as good at the trials in fact we were just terrified but the food is all we moaned about whereas the food yeah. got brought into camp there and they just did the trials because I wanted to no, that was it, I could, it was just very, very different, so I think ours was way more fun. me too, well, the trails is hard, and were they were they just really tough they 're crocodiles in one trial that were just like all in Awful. a big bath. but I think our trials were harder, I think our trials were harder, but yeah, I loved every single minute there wasn't there 's not one thing I would have changed, and I think as well. It made me realise that I'm I'm tougher than I think I am. It gave me a lot of confidence. And it was it came at
0: a time in my life. Where, it. it gave me t- it gave me confidence at a time in my life where I needed it. Yeah. Absolutely, mate. I think it's it's funny, isn't it, how things like that can career-wise as well. Like I know I did Master Chef straight after I broke up with my ex. Um and it sounded sounded so silly. I remember doing press and saying to people like, I really needed this show. And, like, everyone thinks that I'm being dramatic or whatever. But at that time, my confidence was at, like, an all-time low. I'd been made to think, like, I'd been cheated on. Everybody knew about it. I'd been made to think, like, I was fucking worthless. And then here I was, pushing myself out of my comfort zone, doing this show, and taking on a challenge, like, with big names and really famous people and doing something I never thought I could, I could do. It. Gave us like a proper sense of self that I desperately needed at that time. Do you know, I think the thing that when you speak to anyone that's been through a
1: breakup, the the first thing that I always like pick up on is just how lost they are. You know, it's just that feeling of just not knowing who you are because you've had to question absolutely everything. Everything you know is just, you know, it's been through. Exactly. So, you know, it's basically, I think, you know, that night suddenly becomes day, everything flips around and just to be Mm -hmm. able to find, it's so so deep and, you know, if you haven't been through those experiences, yeah, you won't get it. And That that just is how it is. But if you have been through it, it really does strike a chord where you just find something for yourself again, or you find a little bit of courage, or you find something you're capable at. And it just makes you think, right, if I can do this, I can do that, you know, small steps, but they, those steps, you know, they, they, then it helps you to run later. And suddenly you just think, Wow keep running, run in the right
0: direction. (laughs) (laughs) You can do it. You aren't like, you aren't weak and you aren't a victim and you aren't the person that someone may have made you feel like for
1: a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't define you. It doesn't define you. You find something else that you can just lose yourself in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Look, we get it. We do.
0: We so get it. Oh, I oh I loved I love the jungle I love Monster I love shows like that. Right, mate, you have recently just come off the back of another show like that. Yeah. Dancing on ice. How did you find the whole experience? I'm terrified of it, Mylene I take my hat off to you. Well, initially, everyone kept saying, you know, you should just dance. You should
1: just why why are you doing it on on why are you doing it on ice? And I just thought, well, I've danced. You know, I've been in Western shows. I've been in pop bands. It's 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 pop bands. I've been in a pop band. <laughs> but,
0: I like the plural. I was going to Google you to find out what other ones. <laughs> Destiny's Child is in my head, <laughs> <laughs> but I am. Um,
1: I just thought I, 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 I've watched my girls all the time. I bring them to ice skating, and I stand there and I take all the videos, and I love watching yeah. them. But I don't have the confidence to do what they're doing i don't have it because you know i'm older i know i can break things i know if i break something yeah. then i won't be able to work if i can't work i can't provide for my kids it's not as simple as you're too scared to go on the ice there's a whole series yeah. of thoughts behind why i don't of get course. on the ice but this was an opportunity where we're, we're in lockdown i have got someone saying to me you yeah, will teach you how to skate you know the best of the best will teach you and then i thought well you know what, I can't keep saying to my girls, why don't you try new things? Why don't you take yourself out of your comfort zone? You know, why don't you see what you're made of? Why don't you see what you're good at? Why don't you see what you do and don't like? You'll never know unless you try. And I, I'm saying all these things to them daily. And I'm thinking, you know what, who are you? Practice what you preach. You say you're that feisty exactly. mom. Come yeah. on then. And I signed up for it. And I'm so mm. proud that I did because all I mm. wanted to do was be able to go forward at speed and stop. Oh, and maybe hold a mulled wine at Somerset House at Christmas and just go around and have a chat, you know? And I can do those things now. But Life goals. But, but, Life goals. You know, and like, coming out of the show, it was like people were treating me like I'd died. I was getting flowers every hour on the hour and chocolates and muffins. And I was like, I, I learnt to skate. And I did it with one of the most incredible people like Lukash, who's my ice skating partner, my girls, my whole family, you know, that we, we, as close as we could do in in COVID, we had the most incredible time together and I've got a new skill. I've got everything I could possibly have wished for. And I think it's just, I feel really, really grateful, really lucky. I didn't want to fall over and, and, and during the performance, that was my big fear and, I'm, I pushed forward and didn't fall over. And that was why I was so happy. Nobody could take me off that cloud at the end of it.
0: Yeah. Oh, but me, honestly, like, I think you're so right. Like, I know, even like, I'm 33, and I think as you get slightly older, like, you get out of your comfort zone less and less. Like, we just get really happy and really safe. You know what you're like? Yes. They say, on yes. average,
1: as people, we have the same six dinners. And I remember reading that fact out on the radio, and I'm like... Oh no. my god, it's me! Because I like Friday, we'll have a curry. Friday. Saturday, we'll have a Chinese. Tuesday, we should have chicken Kievs. So it's that time again, you know. It's like, <laughs> oh my god,
0: it's me! Yeah. Like, no, I'm this. I'm just. I've just thought, and I'm like, yeah, you're having a surf right now. <laughs> I am that person. I am that quintessentially boring British person who just likes what she likes and knows what she likes and sticks to yeah. it. So, fucking hats off to you for getting out of your comfort zone and yeah. doing something different. I'm honestly so scared. I'm scared of the sequence. I'm scared of having no rhythm. I'm scared of like... The, the sharp skates, like everything, mate. Like I couldn't do it. or so well done.
1: Yeah, I was scared of all of the above, like the you know the, the skates for sure. Because it turns out that little blade is even smaller than you think because it's double edged. So you have to use the edge, not the actual flat. And and you know then you're dancing as well. So my 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 partner, he kept saying, "I feel like a tea bag" because I kept kicking in with the skates. And you know, just saying, <laughs> all right, you just think, right? There's loads. There's a lot of jeopardy. There's a lot of jeopardy, but the pleasure that it brought to my whole family who would come down and watch the skating and the fact that I've got a, a new skill, yeah. that feels really empowering. And I think when it comes to, you know, feeling empowered, it's about feeling capable. You know, there's so many things, mm-hmm. you know, you and I were talk about, you know, what does it take to feel empowered? And I think the worst thing that anyone in the world can feel is helpless. If you feel helpless, Mm -hmm. where do you go? Where do you go from that point? So Mm -hmm. whether it's something as simple as um, being able to change a light bulb whether it's something yeah. like, you know, over the lockdown, our neighbour's car broke down and I was like, oh, well, you know what, I'll just put the sparks in, I'll put the plugs in and I'll show you how to jumpstart the car. I was trying to show the girls. No, but it. my dad was in the Navy. These are things that he was like, you know, let's patch up a wetsuit let or a dry suit, one of the divers' suits. He wanted to make sure I could change the tyre. We had like a garage next door oh, and all these things because he yeah. worked away all the time. Yeah. I had to learn to do it. So I had to know where the boiler was and how to, to reignite the, the pilot light and how to cut the term at Christmas when he wasn't home and had to change the oil so all these things that you know it could have been really quite isolating for a family and then I became a single mum and I used all of these skills uh I now pass all of these skills on to my children. We wrote a book about it in lockdown, about you know feeling empowered and feeling that you know all the things that, that are just life hacks, life skills that so many my friends don't know where the fuse box is in their houses. Many of them don't oh. know how to how to oh. to fix the fuse box. I'm is that I'm right? one
0: of these no. women that you're talking about, like. Honestly, mate, an alarm started going off in my flat the other week, right? And I was like, for starters, where is that coming from? So I wandered around for about, like, 15 minutes <laughs> trying to find the source. And when I found it, like, I knocked on my neighbor. She was like, I'm on a fucking work call. I was like, sorry. I rang Erkan. Erkan was like, well, I don't know what it is. I rang me sister's husband. I rang everybody. And in the end, I just turned all the power off of me flat and sat in the dark. <laughs> I mean, this is what I'm talking about.
1: And then you just... I am one of these women. Cold in the up. But I'm just thinking, it's you know, I, I did a first aid course before my kids were born. And within the first year of their life... I'd used that first aid course because my daughter was choking. And then fast forward another 10 years, my other daughter was choking. I promise you, I, I'd like to think that I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a good mom. I try my best, but there's no accounting for being <laughs> see, on holiday. But,
0: me, only... <laughs> <laughs> but we we're
1: on holiday, you know, and Ava's telling this really animated story. And then the next thing you know, she's just choking at the dinner table. And what would you do if you didn't know the basics on that? It's just I mean, look, you know, it, it could still be something that I wouldn't know what to do. But I feel more empowered mm. having basic first aid knowledge on, on my yeah. side than not having it. I mean, you know, we we were on a train again at the start of lockdown and and somebody, an old lady, she she um she fainted. She passed out and she hit her head. Oh, and, you know, when they do that call out, does anybody have is any there a doctor on yes! the train? Yes. And I did that thing okay. where I sat there and I looked at the window and Ava went, Mama, Mama. Yeah. You need to go. And I went, yeah, but I'm not a doctor, Ava. And Ava went, but what if nobody else goes? And that was it. Oh. That was it. I thought, well, I love Eva so I said, yeah, you're right. So we picked up all our coats and we went to the far end and there was nobody else there. She was right. And there was this woman there and we helped her. And the girls had just done the first aid course with me. We put her in the recovery position. We made sure she was breathing. We called the doctor. Everything, you know, it came into, in into, you know, it fell into place. And the girls afterwards, they were really proud that they'd helped somebody. I felt really relieved that that wasn't weighing on my shoulders, that I, I had gone. We, you know, we got a phone uncle from the grandmother's um, family afterwards and you just think crikey what if you know when people say is anyone that ran that can help what if it's you yeah well that makes you feel empowered that makes you feel empowered so you're not going to be sitting in the dark with your lights out
0: just (laughs) just waiting what are you waiting for (laughs) there have you ever read here's the thing someone to come and help us i think i'll be there i just need a carer that was what I was waiting for. <laughs> there's a book
1: called um, it's by Doctor Zeus and it's called The Places You'll Go. And there's one section you need to read this book. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. It's there's a <laughs> it's a kids book, but it's every adult yeah, should got, read this. I got that not finished. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <It> wasn't. <laughs> <It's got offended. laughs> <laughs> i'll take it my um, i'm not endearing myself to the audience at the moment i'm coming across as quite pathetic so i'll take this on the chin this kid's book oh i
1: meant no offense so this kid's book there's a <laughs> section, section that I, it always really hits me you're gonna love this book by the way it's there's a section about the waiting place it's the place where people wait mm. wait for a train to come right. wait for the teapot to boil and like nobody should be in the waiting place because You know what? What are you waiting for? Like you could drop dead tomorrow, you could get dumped tomorrow, (laughs) you could get hit by bus tomorrow. Like you don't know what's going to come tomorrow. But if you're just sitting there waiting for something to happen, that's not what anybody wants for their kids. That's not what anybody wants for their friends. Like you know, if you you had one of your friends that was down, you wouldn't say, you know what, you should do, turn out all the lights and wait. You'd say, right. We're going to find the source of the beat, and then we're going to get you out there. (laughs) I just think that it's in your hands. And if you feel that it's in your hands, then you feel a little bit more empowered. You feel like, do you know what? I've got a little bit more control.
0: But that, yes, it is exactly how it should be. Like, we shouldn't be waiting around for good things to come to us and we shouldn't, are we waiting around for a man to no. keep off of me? We shouldn't be waiting for, and you know what? I am all for grabbing life by the balls yes. and Seizing the day and being my own hero and all the rest of it. It's just like the kind of practical side where I really let myself down. Like, I, I'm really frustrated at the minute. I've pulled me, um, I've pulled the shower. Handle off like the shower, you can slide the doors and I've pulled it off and I'm just waiting for her to no, fix it. You're you know not. what? You've inspired me. You're not. I am going to get on YouTube yes. and work out how to fix it. And I'm gonna do it myself, yes. Miley. That's right. Yes, yes. Oh mate, I'm I'm feeling fired up. You've got us like feeling. Like full of passion, really emboldened. It all like I just want to fix shit. The, the <laughs> no, don't don't burn that.
1: Here's the thing, though. You know what? If you heard any other person going, you know, I'm just waiting for my husband, I'm just waiting for a boy to do this, I'm waiting for if you just kept waiting, you'd be like, honestly, really. But then when you say it in the context of a happy relationship, or I'm waiting for him to take out the bins, I'm waiting for him to fix the light bulb, it's still the same idea of still waiting. And like, you know, I yeah. said it once, it's one of those quotes that followed me around for a long time where i just said i just want to meet a guy with you know bigger balls than me <laughs> you know quote i i meant well with that quote it just, just kind of just set me up as you know having a big set of balls but is that a bad thing <laughs> but um, i still stand by that and i'm really glad that i've actually found a guy equal to me yeah. you know i found a guy that does things in a different way but still sees you know the 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 importance of both of us, you know, doing our bit. And I love that. I found that in a partner now. Mm. But he knows that I will never sit around just waiting yeah. for anything. Cause, and it's not because, you know, I feel like I have to prove it. It's just because... Well I could be doing something else. Yeah. Why am I sitting away?
0: Why am I waiting for you to change the light That's bulb, it?
1: Like you know well, Maylene is our own I can do is it. our
0: own hero, Simon. Don't you worry about that son. You absolutely deserve <laughs> such a good man though. Like I'm so pleased that you have this wonderful television because you deserve I'm one. really
1: happy for you and Gary. I hope you and Gary are gonna just <laughs> run
0: into the sunset. <laughs> Anyone who hasn't seen me Instagram. <laughs> Erkan's <laughs> likeness has recently been stolen for uh, some, some fella called Gary, 33, electrician, stole his pictures. So, yeah, if anybody is on Tinder, speaking of Gary, who looks remarkably like me me fella Erkan, I hate to burst the bubble, but you are being catfished. I'm very sorry. Very sorry to have to be the to tell you that. But Gary wasn't fucking going out the lion bastard. Was he? Gary. Gary. Damn Gary. it, Gary. Right, Mylene, before I let you go, here at Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, we like our guests to divulge a couple pearls of wisdom for our lovely listeners. Um, and there is absolutely no doubt in my mind that you are one of the most inspirational, strong just powerful women I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. And I think what our listeners would learn from you is your secret to being empowered.
1: I think the secret to being empowered is just feeling capable. Yeah. Just knowing you can do it yourself. It doesn't have to be that huge mountain. You know, some people feel like they, they have to learn all these amazing new skills and, and they have to, you know, put everything out there on social, on socials. And do you know what? It's actually just being able to know that you can do something for yourself. Yeah. That can feel like you have climbed a mountain that day you know i I watch my kids when i'm like right change the light bulb. Is it a bayonet or is it an Edison? And they know the difference. You could they be speaking the Spanish. screwy one or the... You could be speaking Spanish to me, Mylene. Damn it! That is not true. You're a clever woman. Come on. You can change your own
0: light bulb. Oh,
1: oh no, yes. no. You sat
0: in the dark. Change yeah. your own light bulb. Like, Come on. I've been I've been significantly light bulb shamed today, Mylene. Don't... I'm going to learn all of this. I'm going to be a really capable woman next time we speak. I swear. I'll have, like, light bulbs in my hand. You bar. are. I'm, I'm going to be... I'm going to be no, confident no, in that No, no. You
1: are. You are. Because I tell you what, that when life has kicked you, because I've seen it kick you, because mm. I've had the same kicks, you've got up again. Yes. Like, everybody gets kicked. Here's the thing. Everybody gets a kicking. It's what happens. Life just does it when you least expect it. But the difference is, do you get back up again? That's just it. And I'm like a weeble. You remember those little weebles? <laughs> you I'm, keep clicking and clicking them and they just back
0: I'm at the moment, actually, after the three lockdowns, <laughs> Miley. So I'm very familiar with the weeble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't call you a wee Weevil, (laughs) me a Weevil. (laughs) My (laughs) favourite (laughs) Weevil, my lady. Thank you. We will Weevil on together. (laughs) Thank you so much for being honest and fiery and feisty and passionate and just... Wonderful as always. I love you, Mylene. Thank you so much. Love you too. Do
1: you know what? Like you, you know, to have women like you in the world, where my girls can grow up and see that, and see women like you as, you know, people that I choose to have as friends, and who choose me as a friend back. That's like those are the kind of groups that you just think, yeah, you know, you can just build your own force field, your own army. I
0: love it. We're all strong women. Do you want me? I will go on holiday with you. Weeble army. We're the weeble army. Me and you and the rest of the weeble army will go on holiday as soon as we can. I can afford it. I can afford a trip to Benar. Let's Let's go! <laughs> Ladies and the one gentleman that listens to this podcast <laughs> was Mylene Class, class by name, class by nature. What can I say? Beautiful inside and out, a good friend, and just a, such an inspiring person. I feel really empowered after having listened to that. And I just want to go and, like, grab a spanner and fix some shit. Yeah, I don't change light bulbs. I want to... I want to do it all. She's made me feel like I'm capable of anything, and I hope she has instilled a bit of that get-up-and-go in some of you lovely listeners, too. If you are enjoying the podcast as much as I am, then please tell your mates about it. The more listeners, the better. And do all of the normal podcasty things. Leave reviews, send me emails, podcast at gmail.com. And, yeah... I hope you have a wonderful week and I hope you know just what you're capable of.